So yeah, welcome to Chichay Bang Bang. This is Darice. And this is Joni. Uh, sorry, no Renee this week. She's sick. Yeah, she didn't come over for my special chicken soup and special elixir, but that'll be fun. You know, I do have like this um, special elixir that I make. It's basically a hot toddy with Theraflu, but it still works. You know, it knocks you that, out that and then you feel like, better. It sounds like, what is it? What is that stuff that the rappers drink? Lean? Lean. That's what it sounds like. Lean, exactly. I thought it was like cough syrup and alcohol or cough syrup and like cough, like medicine or something like that. I don't know. So it's like a drink? Like you pop ecstasy and like Robitussin or some shit like that. All right. So let's just see. It's a purple drink. Uh, It's a recreational drug created by combining cough syrup with a soft drink and hard candy. Okay. Makes sense. Not so much sense, but... Not I, really. I thought it was... Like, so you're just basically drinking cough syrup, like, diluted cough syrup? I thought, like, there was actual, like, drugs in it. I guess the idea is, like, the cough syrup serves as the alcohol. But, so I guess it's... So that whole two fucking percent? Yes. Oh, my God. People are... People will do <coughs> anything for a high. People, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird, so... Um, that's what, that, that's your lesson for the day. What the hell is lean? That's lean. It's purple drink. And I guess it's like, what's that purple cough syrup? Robitussin. No. Robitussin is red. Well, they have to Diamond tap. Diamond tap. Uh. You still make diamond tap? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's, I'm, I'm dating myself right now. I remember there used to be like a bottle of diamond tap somewhere. Yeah. So I guess it's like Robitussin or diamond tap and they mix it with. A soft drink and hard candy, like Jolly Ranchers, I guess. People are weird. It it just it's, it it seems like a lot. I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> seem. It's obviously not a lot. It just seems too much of an effort to do one thing. To, like what? Do you, like yeah. <laughs> like does the does the fizziness of the soda like have some kind of chemical reaction? I'm like, what? It, like, what is going on here? I know to you. I know that you would smoke probably weed and sniff coke. Like that's all you got. Like normal people. <laughs> Actually, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Chichi baby does not condone recreational drug use. Except weed. We're fine with that. Yeah. We might not do it ourselves, but you know, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay now. It's not legal. It's not illegal anymore. But you know, they confuse it. You know, damn NYPD in there. Like, if you have, like, two grams, you're good to go. But how do I know if it's two grams and what's... I don't know. Never mind. All right. So, Choo Chai Bang Bang. Here, here, here. The podcast. So, yeah. What we got going on this week? Uh, last week was a very emotional week. Uh, we lost a very uh, significant celebrity for um, Joni and myself and uh, countless others, uh, Miss Diane Carroll. Yes. That was Dominique, heartbreaking. Dominique Devereaux. That was a shocker, but then, you know, it's also like, thank you for everything. Yeah, I mean, she was at a good age. It's not like she died before her time. Yeah, like, like Rip Thorne, he recently passed on. A lot of people are dying this year, but they're dying of old age. Like, they're going naturally in a way. Mm-hmm. Like Rico Kasich from the Cars. I mean, he was oh, up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, WBAI, the radio, the radio station, is sh- has been shut down as of today. Oh no, I did yeah. not hear about that. Yeah, mm. um, that's um, my dad must be going nuts. That's a very bad thing, especially for people in um, Brooklyn. It's very. My dad must be going ape shit right now. It's okay, Dad. It's okay, I'm here. Wait, end of an era? What? No. Uh. Oh, no. 
And, w- I mean, what was very um, sad about it for us particularly was one of our former professors from Brooklyn College um, hosted her show on WABI. B-A-I-N. B-A-I, yes. And I, worked, and I worked on that show for a few episodes, and it was pretty good. And WBAI was, like, is, was the, um, it was the station that was constantly going on in my house, no matter how much we didn't want it to be. I mean, it's my dad's go-to station. A lot of the thinking that I have um, come came from. It was formed through WBA. I mean, Democracy Now was part of that. Um, was part of WBAI, right? Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yeah, um, that was like their um, flagship news show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I read the, their book last year. That was uh, very significant when they did their stuff at Input. Um, out in Williamsburg mm-hmm. at the Williamsburg Theater. Oh, yeah, see? Democracy yeah. Now, Amy Goodman. So that that was a big deal. And then, of course, we got the whole Botham Jean sentencing um, or his murderer sentencing, which was ridiculous. And yeah. Like, I actually wanted to, like, if we, if we can, can we just go into that, that whole idea of what forgiveness is? I mean, let's first, you know, lay out what happened. I mean... Amber Geiger. Well, we're going to keep this short because the whole thing annoys me. Okay. <laughs> Amber Geiger, she got 10 years. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Why? 10 years. But she may be on parole in four or five. And, you know, whatever. And um, so that's that end of it. And then something weird happened. We all went to sleep. And then when we woke up, everybody's upset at the fact that Botham Jean's um, brother gave her a hug. The as ju- well as the judge. judge. And the bailiff fixed her hair, and Botham Jean's father said that he can see himself befriending her. And you're just like, um, what? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it just bugs me. It was just like this whole, yeah, this concept of like um, forgiveness and and being all Christiany and turning the other cheek. And, and you know what's funny? Like, besides that, I, you know me, I'm a comment fiend mm-hmm. I, I read the comments on everything i i write um, i find on the internet and the conversation that this brought about when it comes to like african-american blacks versus like caribbean blacks like mm-hmm. this came up a lot yeah like and you know for some reason like i mean this is not like a a new conversations and like the differences in culture and you know blah 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 but I found it interesting that how the, it, this how it was brought up with this mm-hmm. like have, have you read anything on that Joni um I read a few things on it but I think the best um the actually the best uh what do you call that I think the best description of it came from Trevor Noah and which he explained that some of us are upset about the forgiveness and some of us cannot just can't believe it but when you think about the whole case in and of itself, you have to think about the as much empathy as Amber Geiger got. And it should not be that, you know, when it's like a, when it's when it's a white woman, it shouldn't be like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Let's all care about her. But if it was somebody else, it, it would just everybody's hearts turns to stone. And. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the thing, though. Do you feel? I mean, you know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. If the if Amber was a black woman mm-hmm. and the judge was a non-black person, mm-hmm. th- that that would not have happened. It would have been like a whole chiding. She would have been like chided, like you shouldn't have done this as a police officer. This was your job. You can't. You know, you should actually take the the better steps to knowing where you are and being self-aware. It would almost be a victim blaming sort of situation. Almost. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, but she was not the victim, so you can't call it a victim blaming situation. But the way it would it would spin would be like you're making her feel bad about what she she's already feeling horrible about what she did, but you're making her feel worse about it. I don't, and that's the thing. I don't feel like she did not give very much. I didn't feel at any point that she actually regretted what she did. Like no she remorse. had like like not 
one iot like one piece of remorse. I didn't feel that from her at all. It was just like, oh my god, I'm in trouble. Why is everybody so mad at me? Oh my god! And then and her mom comes out and says like she was sexually abused when she was younger. And it's like, well, what does that have to do with with it? anything? You know, like she was still she still f- was fit enough to become a police officer. So please spare us that bullshit. I mean, I mean, I don't want to well, not with the don't other. spare. Us the <laughs> but that, my my mm. thing is with with her and what she did. Um, nobody actually you know questioned her her was her sobriety was she on drugs nobody questioned her at all Mm-mm. had it been a black woman or a black man who did that they would have like went into their entire history did they have a history of drug abuse did they have a history of violence did like that any like they would have went through every little bit of this person's um persona to you know try to, to make them seem to, like they were to they were to blame. This. yeah, yeah. Here's and another thing that I just wanted to talk about. Like when, okay, so when she was, fr- when this first came down, she was a brunette, right? I remember her with dark hair. I just don't remember her having blonde hair. I just. I don't remember. I just don't remember in general. Yeah, I know. But that's what, that that's one of the things that got to me. Like At, at some point she was able to get her hair done no not get her hair done it's the idea that the idea is like i guess it's like when you're a blonde you come across as more innocent and you really i would i mean i think it's just i mean there's studies about it just gives her like a more sympathetic anglo appearance and like which would coincide with like you know whiteness is good and yeah so on and so forth for like a psychological effect that was just something i noticed it was also something that i saw on adam ruins everything where they say like if a defendant is wearing glasses um the jury is less likely to find them not guilty because they are um i mean because for years like it's been like pushed on us that blonde hair kind of signified like kind of bimbo sluttiness as well so i mean I mean, it, it could should, happen I, to anybody sort of situation. Like, I mean, yeah. So I just feel like I, I wouldn't put it with innocence and rather than putting it with just like whiteness in general, like Eurocentric mm-hmm. idea, okay. like that ideal look yeah. that you're supposed to have, like poor little white girl. Oh, my God. But the thing is, <clears throat> like I said, like I feel like the family, the Jean family, like I, I said earlier this week that. what And what's their ethnic background? That's the thing. I, I mean, because they obviously have to be of like some Caribbean, West Indian, West Indian because Boston background because they. Um, I mean, because of the fact that that conversation that I mentioned earlier that we kind of yeah, because had it been like a out of another yeah, had it been like another um, had it been like another kind of black person, it would have been a totally different situation in that courtroom. You know, everything was just so calm. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it um let's see i mean but like the name botham sounds very very oh west caribbean yeah. yeah it sounds extremely west indian wait go back i think i saw something about saint lucia yeah it could be from that it could be one of those i did see something like that let me just verify it you know here at chicha bang bang we do verify our facts we don't just say yeah. stuff saint lucia I did, I did see that yeah so yeah his family was from saint lucia or so. he uh, he was actually yeah. a native from St. Lucia. And like from what I know about people from that country, they do tend to be very religious. Mm-hmm. Christianity is very big there. They're very huge. It's huge and it's huge. huge. And it would make sense that they would take this tone where they are forgiving. But I guess to the rest of us, it, it's kind of jarring. Because, yeah, because I, 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 I wouldn't even put Christianity in the forefront of these feet like in the feelings it's like okay i forgive you but i'm not gonna hug you i'm not gonna be like oh it's gonna be okay it's no 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 no. and there's plenty of christians that feel the same exact way it's like nah like it's like the idea that forgiveness is for the forgiver not the forgivee Mm -hmm. i'm gonna forgive you because i'm not gonna give you that kind of power to show you how angry bitter and upset i am with you but you know to take it to a step further and give them a hug i find that to be quite I'm like oh we can be friends later on down the line like no 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 really you're gonna look at that I'm person not, I, I don't i i don't associate with jailbirds i don't associate <laughs> with people that murder people i don't do that you know 
Um, also, another weird, not weird, but another makes you go, hmm, situation is the fact that the key witness in the whole trial was shot and was shot to death. Yes, yes, yes. What? What was that all about? You know, a key witness in the Amber Geiger murder trial. She was shot was in the shot. mouth, but am I not, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't hear that part. What? Like, what is this? Like a whole snitches get stitches, Takashi 69 sort of situation? Like, I'm confused. I mean, if you're going against a cop, you know, that's what uh, happens. Really? That blue wall really did that? You know, here on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, we could be that way. On this, in this, in this world, yes. But... Um, he was a neighbor of Botham Jean at the South Side Flats Apartments, and he was slain at 1030 um, uh, either yesterday or over the weekend. And he lived across the hall. And I find that to be so strange. Like, how did that happen? I like, don't find that strange at all. I, find, I was just like, mm. I mean. As soon as I thought, I was like, mm. Uh, Witnesses told police they heard several gunshots and saw a silver four-door sedan speeding out of the parking lot. No suspect description had been released. But the cars not. That the cars. So, yeah. I mean, like, our hearts do go off for the, both the Jean family and, um, what's his name? Oh, no. Joshua Brown. Um, we definitely do send hearts out. I mean, it's kind of sad that he dies after the trial, and he is, he was like a key witness, and I guess somebody didn't take too keen to that, and that's kind of depressing. Especially considering that she got off pretty light. lightly. Yeah, like she, it's not like she got what she was supposed to get. I mean, because most like she got convicted for murder, mm-hmm. and you know. Looking at, you know, I was looking at, like, the sentencing time. You can get anything between here and here and blah, blah, blah. And, like, the average manslaughter convicted usually gets, like, 20, 25. And she got and half. She, it was slashed. Like, well, like what, what is that even? I mean, if she was convicted for manslaughter, I would be like, okay. Mm. But okay. she was convicted for murder. <laughs> like. I don't. It, it doesn't make any sense. Is it like do you get do you get like a little bit of a lighter sentence because you were in law enforcement? Is that what this is? I mean, I kind of believe so. And like you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Like I really don't hate cops. Like I've had mm. friends who have been cops, and I've been helped by cops. I've also been harassed by cops. I've also been like treated like really rudely from cops. So yes. it's it's a little bit of both. I mean, but I, we have to like acknowledge the the this uh what is it called um the blue wall i don't call it the blue wall um like this like this brotherhood this it's almost like a cult oh these cops oh these um it's just the all the pds like what it doesn't matter what what state is from it's like like if there's one if one is shot and killed all of a sudden like twenty five thousand dollars twenty five thousand dollars twenty five thousand will come to the funeral without batting an eye and you're just like wait what <laughs> i mean it's it's true like i've been to a policeman's funeral and he didn't even die off on duty and he and it was probably one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen he was yeah. a good friend of mine as well but like it was insane like it was the most it was just so regal like they put they they show out for that like they show their support like like um a few years ago there was a cop that died it was a cop that died and um, he died on duty and it was like a horrible thing and they were having the funeral at the church across the street from my mom's apartment and um i just remember seeing the news reports there was like a sea of blue it was just like it for blocks Mm-hmm. It was just crazy. Like we had daily news reporters in our building ask uh, asking us if we had like they would give us, you know, they would you know give us some credit, you know, if we provided them with roof access and all this other stuff. My mom ran into one of my aunt's um, business associates who came in with his CBS fan and everything. Shout out to David. And it was just it was just bananas. Like if. W- it is like a, it's not a, I don't know if I would call it a cult, whatever, but I would call it, 
kind of like this intense it was just like that, family. Like, yeah, like that whole good old boys mentality. Ride it's, or literally die. Like, ride or die to the point where you're just confused as hell as to what's happening. Like, is are you law enforcement or are you a gang? Yeah. And, like, I know I might hurt some people's feelings. I'm sorry, but, you know, you're, you're looking it's at the it optics. through... Like what it, how how do you say rose colored glasses? You're mm -hmm. looking at it at blue gray colored glasses. Yeah, the like, blue and black glasses. Glasses. It's 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 kind of it's insane to look at, and it's scary sometimes when you see it, especially when you see the wives of cops. Um, I remember I was watching um an old episode of Geraldo because when I'm why, uh, <laughs> because it was on the app, and I wanted to see what a '90s talk show looked like back in the '90s, <laughs> and. And they had like this good cop, bad cop situate um, episode on, and the way they say like cops, cops couldn't even like admit that they needed therapy because they would be f all of a sudden they would get a reduce in their assignments, and it was just like a whole. And that's thing. A, that's another question about this Amber girl. Um, why was she a former cop? Why did she leave the force? Wait, she was a cop at the time, though. I thought they said, because they said for, they always referred to her as former cop was because was she, she was, was discharged after the murder. Okay. Yeah, she was fired. You know, you can't, you know, they aren't going to do that because it was just horrible to watch. That was just like, it was like, oh, we can't keep you in the force. It's just going to look bad. And yeah, so to kind of close this whole issue, I feel like forgiveness is really for the forgiver. And it's not the forgive Damn me watching Tyler Perry movies. But um, <laughs> there are levels of forgiveness. Like some of us will just be like, no, I can never forgive you. I can't even like look at you. And then some are just so past it that you're just like, they're an inspiration, but they're also confusing. To it's look at. it's a, like you have to at some point get, you know, have some acceptance of what's happened and like how like there's some way like if that's what they did what they feel like what they felt they needed to do to move on yeah i understand that and i support that completely yeah but if this is their way of you know moving forward and moving past it i think it's I that's fine but i also don't feel that the person who committed this per crime because as as much as this person said it was an accident I like I'm, I'm, again. I'm not the only one who doesn't think that this was done on purpose. Like that, she had no ill will in her heart, and I she mean, knew that she can like would get away with it at some point. How do you not recognize the inside of your own apartment in the dark? It's like how do you not? Like I've been extremely exhausted, going through days without sleep. Hashtag grad school, <laughs> um, even before grad school, like just working several jobs. Been super exhausted. Like I've actually like gotten off the wrong stop on trains yeah. or fell asleep and missed my stop or things like that yeah. i've gotten shit face wasted so many times and i was able to not only get home and walk home in in a straight line like how did like how is this even a thing i don't know like you got off at the wrong floor in your parking garage it's like well uh, what no, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense and for I mean, her to like for them to like you know give her this like reassurance that doubt. okay yeah like not even benefit of the doubts but this reassurance like okay we know what you did but you know uh, we think that it, you know you we believe you when you say it was an accident like but we you're still hurting have to punish you though yeah i feel like you need to like i'm not here to make you feel better for your mistakes yeah like yeah, i wouldn't do that for my friends like like, I'm just like, you fucked up. Like, yes, I'll be here for you, but you need to own up to your shit. Yeah. There's also this whole idea, like, if it was anybody else, you know, you would get the third degree. And the fact that it's just that I think it wasn't even the fact that you walked into the wrong apartment because it could happen. But the fact that you pulled a gun, you didn't really announce yourself. If it was the apartment next door to you. I guess. Maybe. But. You drew a gun. I mean, you didn't really assess the situation. 
like the guy especially was considering if the door was open or you were able to get inside the apartment that wasn't yours you would have been like wait why, why is my, my door, door open? open i'm not going inside <laughs> not not yet i'm gonna close the store and i'm gonna run downstairs and call the cops for a minute and then the cops would be like hey what's up and you're like oh snap wait i just realized i'm in the wrong i'm on the wrong floor sorry you know, stuff like that. It's kind of like when the whole Trayvon Martin thing, when you hear the cop telling um, the asshole Zimmerman, do not get out your car, do not pursue the kid. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And the dispatcher is like, do not do this. And it's like, no, I'm going to do it. And it's like, oh, Jesus, I said. And you're just like, okay. So it's like you kind of like once you, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, anyway, I mean – yeah. Next up. Uh, I'm wishing the best for that family and hoping that they can move on and, and find however lot, they... They're a lot better than my family. Yeah, it's true. They're a lot better than our own a families. Lot. Our own families would have been But like, whatever they need to do to move on and... I wish I had that power, though. I wish I could move on from things that easily. They should write a book on it. I mean, I'm sure they're not moving on through it easily, but they're doing what they need to do to heal. And if they felt that they need to do that... If that's what that's felt right... You. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that's what we gotta focus on. Like, did it feel right afterwards? Yeah. If it did, it did. Oh, you know what I mean. The only way, I, <laughs> like, I, I, t- I, I put it on my Instagram. Um, the only way I'm hugging someone's murderer, or the only way I want you hugging my murderer, is if you're whispering in their ear that you're gonna die. Like, next. you're next. We know people on the inside. It's over for you, bitch. Don't worry. They'll label her cell. Amber, Amber, this is your cell, okay? Oh, she's gonna be far away from the rest <laughs> of the inmates. She's gonna be far away because she knows she's gonna. We're gonna make. She, they're gonna they make sure gonna she die. goes in the right cell. They're gonna make sure about that every single day. Yeah. Next up, uh, speaking of violence, you know, uh, well, it's the vein. Um, <laughs> so sure. the Joker movie, Joker, was released over the weekend. Have you seen it? No, I have not. I have. I'm supposed to see it this week, hopefully. Yeah, um, Angel has, you know. Angel has wanted to see it since he saw the trailer, but then also he's also, he also heard about what Todd Phillips said, which we'll get into in a minute. And now he's like, I'm not so sure. So the idea was it's congratulations on the Joker. It's had the largest October opening ever. It beat out Venom and yay. So um, the idea is the fact that Joker is a dangerous film and it's actually bringing out the worst in the Internet. Um, I th- which I haven't witnessed actually for in my the worst I've seen so far is the director Todd Phillips saying that he cannot direct uh, funny movies anymore because woke culture has killed comedy and if you listen to our last episode we talk about how woke culture does not kill comedy you just don't know how to do comedy that's I just wanted to put that out there well, um, you just don't know how to do comedy anymore. And comedy is not white male 18 to 49 frat boy. Frat boy just make- being obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. That's it not was, funny anymore. You know, I, I was watching uh, the movie Dodgeball <laughs> for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. And like I'm laughing at it. But then I'm like looking at parts of it that I never really paid attention to before. And I'm like, yo, this movie would never be made now this could not be made now isn't that weird how it's so it's so like okay it was that was the time to make it that that's it it was okay then but not now it was hard like there's certain parts like i'm still laughing at it Mm -hmm. but it was horrible i was just like oh my god like the half of this movie is cringe worthy as fuck I mean, I just remember seeing The Hangover, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm watching this through 2008 eyes right now. <laughs> I was just like, there was this one team of, like, the dodgeball player um, uh, p- tournament that they were in, and one of the teams were, like, all dressed up like, um, what are the Japanese sumo wrestlers? Mm-hmm. They were dressed up as sumo wrestlers, like, hitting each other in the stomach, going, oh, God, like, making those... <laughs> <laughs> just like oh my god oh my god this is bad this is really I really shouldn't be laughing bad. at this but I'm gonna laugh at <laughs> I was like I couldn't even like muster up in like a full like guffaw a full <laughs> laugh because I was just like oh my god oh my god this no is so cringy no. bad 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 which makes you bad wonder bad 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 well you know he hasn't really had much to do since just saying 
I mean, I don't know what the last thing he was. What was the last thing? Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about Joker. <laughs> Let's go back. I mean, okay. <coughs> I was just so, making a point about like comedy and like yeah, what what it used to be and what 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 do we consider comedy now anyway? So, uh, so that's another episode. But the, the the thing about the Joker also was um there was this one um argument about him being like you know like that deranged white terrorist mm-hmm. and like putting this movie out in the age of Parkview or Parkside High School Parkland Parkland High School and like the the um the, cl- the club down yeah. in um, Miami um what is it uh, Pulse nightclub yeah, club, yeah. yeah, and also that whole incel theory, like um, the young white males who have not um, enjoyed female company yeah. ever. You know, the idea, you know, because they do talk about the fact that how Joker relates to black women in the movie. Because it's kind of like either or, so he's really either really bitter towards them, but there is this one that he really loves. So the idea, like, what is he, what is his true intentions and the whole idea, like, the fact that you have this one guy who all he wants to do is just make the world smile or have purpose. And he, he spurns this entire um, revolution in Gotham and he wreaks havoc. Um, so the idea is, like, is this movie kind of dangerous? I mean, there were people that there was like a screening over the weekend and there were people that were walking out because there was like one moviegoer. Um, who was, whenever there's a violent act happening, he's like, yeah, totally, I totally feel like this. You know, somebody's having like a cathartic moment and it scared people enough to make them leave. I mean, yeah, I mean, but but that also happened with the Dark Knight, remember? Mm -hmm. Um, Some guy like lost his shit and like shot up the movie theater. Aurora, oh, Aurora. Aurora, Colorado. I think it was Aurora. <laughs> Aurora, Colorado. Yeah, there was like um, which is in Colorado is where another like massive school shooting happened. Like, so I mean, I guess you, I guess I, you know, just living in New York, where like we bad things happen in New York all the time. We know that, and that's what New York is known for. But like these like mass shooting things, these crazy. They seem to happen in the middle of the country. They all yeah, like that tends to be centered like not. In the coastal cities, not in Cali so much, mm. not in New York so much. I mean, could it just, like, you know, people will say because of our stringent gun laws. But then again, you also have to think about, you know, how, you know, you have to think about what goes on in the mind of somebody that commits these mass shootings. Like, how disenfranchised do they feel and um, them wreaking havoc? Is this their way of gaining control of a situation or I mean, I feel like it's absolutely their way of gaining control of something. And their desire to be but just like seen how, and how heard. disenfranchised can a white man feel? Well, that's the question. <laughs> that's the, that is the billion-dollar question. That's the whole point. You've had a head start since um, humanity. And, you know, you're s- because a few more people just happen to want a bit of the pie or, you know, they're like, I would like a little bit of representation, too. You know, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, they're trying to take it away. It's like, no, we're not. We're, people aren't trying to take it away. People just want their own time. You know, uh, Shirley Chisholm said, you know, if they don't want to make room for you at the table, bring a damn chair. You know, that's that's the whole idea. And. So they're saying that it's bringing out the worst in the internet. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I really Neither think that movie. that was a very, um, a very presumptuous article. I, I feel you know. Refinery Twenty Nine. It is on the Chichai Bang Bang Facebook page. If you want to take a read of it, if you want to just glance at it while you're you know listening to us, um, the idea is. Yeah, I guess the idea is, like, we'd have to watch it. Like, I, I think we're looking at yeah, it you have through. To, well, yeah, I, I want to see for myself. Yeah, we'll, exactly. we'll, we'll go see it or we'll watch it somewhere and then we will come back to you on this. But, um, you know, just from what I've seen, it's, it's, a, it, it's visually appealing. And it does tap into this thing. I mean, the Joker character overall has always been, like, a big attraction to people since the comic books you know there's something that people see in the joker there's something you know like all he wants to do is just make the world laugh and he's been rejected in so many ways so he turns to violence in order to have people 
um, interested in him. And he was always my favorite villain, especially the last um, Heath, Le- Heath Ledger. Ledger Joker. He was, I mean, the fact that Ledger played that role so well. He played um, it so well that it literally, I think they said it in literally, you know, just like fucked him up. Yeah. To the point where he passed that's on. That's why, yeah, that's why he um, committed suicide. But, I mean, also, like, the narrative surrounding his presence in the movie, mm-hmm. it was just, like, he 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 what he brought up some good point. I mean, I'll also say that about Bane too. I was just like, every time I watched like, um, when I saw Black Panther, it was the same th- way with me and Killmonger, like Bane, Heath Ledger's Joker, um, even shoot, even Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, it's just like they're talking, and I'm just like, there's he's not here. wrong. There's, he's not there's, wrong. There's he, a point here. It's a very he he really has, especially Killmonger. Killmonger was like, I'm really trying to figure out then he where the, the actual villain part comes in because he's this like this is the whole he, thing. Like he, he says, good we point. all say colonizer now because of it, and it's like okay, you like, yeah, like yeah, I totally understand what he's coming from. You know, like where is it's the anti-hero effect? I'm guessing. No, yeah, I, I guess. So. I mean. Like, yeah, I, 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 don't, like, I don't know anti-hero. The other day, Angel was watching um, what, what's It 2. It 2, and, you know, he was explaining, like, I wasn't watching it. I was just, like, and he was explaining it to me, and I was like, so Pennywise is kind of exacting revenge on people who do wrongs, so in a way he's an anti-hero? Is that what you're saying? And he was like, yeah, pretty much. Well, I never watched any other It movies because fuck, fuck that. Um <laughs> I didn't watch it either. That's why I was just like, we were having this conversation about it and like the whole idea of the anti-hero. I mean, like, okay, can we, we can go back as far as like Carrie. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, Carrie, I can understand. Like, definitely <laughs> different levels. Like, I totally understand her. Like, I, except the period thing. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, I could totally understand where she was coming from. All she wanted to do was just fit in and they made it hard for her. Even like the administrators, even that teacher in Carrie, when you think about it, she was kind of patronizing. You're beautiful, Carrie. Don't worry about it, Carrie. You know, I got to a point I was watching it recently. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, what's <laughs> wrong with you? Like, the only person in the movie that kind of made sense was the mom, which is weird as hell. Like, oh, my God. Like, you're not supposed to root for the mom. And in a way, it's like, I can see the mom's point, except for the whole religion thing. Yeah, I see it. All right, where did he go? <laughs> okay. We kind of stayed laid off, yeah. You watched that movie way too much. Um, it's not my fault it lives on my Netflix queue. <laughs> I mean, whatever the case may be. Like, okay, uh, another example, uh, the Avengers and Thanos. When he when he talked about, like, overpopulating the Earth and this and the other and, like, you know, trying to fix, like, different um, uni- universes or whatever, and he, like, went around doing this and that and the other, and it was just like, okay, that sounds kind of a screwed up way to be go right. about these things. But you're correcting. She's a not wrong. I mean, I bitch about us needing a new plague all the time. So, <laughs> Dwight from the office, we need a new plague. I don't really know about Dwight. I never really. I I, okay. I can't get into the office. I know Dwight character, the creepy one. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I just bitch about this. The Earth being overpopulated all the time. It was like some of y'all just we need to let that. go. We need to like. There are times where you're just like Ugh. move the stop signs. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, you don't have to go to every doctor's appointment. I'm just saying, like. Yeah, like honestly, when they say you know, like what well, we, we have this. Cute, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, we have this whole anti-vaxxer movement, and people are making fun of them. I'm just like, you know what? That's human nature <laughs> taking care of it. Thin out the herd a little bit. Just, I mean, well, not the kids though. I mean, the parents. You know, you could. I'm sorry. Listen. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to be a horrible-ass parent. I'm going to be that parent, man. I'm going to start, oh, God, I can't wait to have kids. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm already I'm already going to piss off principals. It's going to be great. But anyway. I'm going to throw. Yeah. So I feel like with this jo- this whole Joker thing, um, I think we, I mean, considering the fact that we both have not seen it. <laughs> We're not this really good we- authorities on this right now. Yeah. I okay. mean, I guess we can just go back um, go around what it's supposed to mean but you know even then it's boring if you don't see it so 
but then again, you also can also think about the fact that what is happening in which um, men like Arthur feel that they are not represented well or they're losing their power or their place in society. It's, is it really that bad? Do you really feel disenfranchised, especially when every opportunity is afforded to you and it's still afforded to you? Like, how bad can it be for you? I mean, I could be empathetic and think about it. Like, okay, I guess I see where you're coming from. But then again, it's like, dude, you've had a 400-year head start. Like, what? Me? We're just trying to catch up. That's all we're trying to do. You think we wanted to be born with brown skin and vaginas? And Do you think we wanted that? No, but that wasn't our <laughs> choice. We just want to try. It's kind of like when Fantasia said, like... I'm kind of... Is it weird and creepy that I'm kind of excited that his love interest is a black woman no. <laughs> in the movie? I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, because it kind it's of reminds me of Robert De Niro and how, you know, he loves the black chicks. I'm just... No, actually, that would I mean, actually make me want to see it. That, that's a little... Uh, fetish, fetishizing black women and the fact that he just happened to choose a... <laughs> Like it, unless that's a part of the movie where he just fetishized black girls until he met up with Harley Quinn, <laughs> I don't know. But that's the, the, yeah, I would actually like to see that. Like, I want to see how that transcribed. Like, is it that he saw something in a black woman, like another marginalized group? Mm-hmm. He's a per, he perceives himself as marginalized, and he sees somebody else that's marginalized. I w- yeah, I want to know about this character. I'm very excited about, about watching this movie. It's the first it movie that I, have, I haven't. I've been that excited to see in a long time. I want a date night. I, I'd really like to have <laughs> a movie night. Yeah. I haven't been to a movie theater in a long time. Mm, I neither s- have I. Yeah. I mean, I, I just... Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. We'll, co- we'll come back to this on the next podcast. We'll actually take a minute. We'll analyze it. We'll throw... We'll, we'll open up all of our sociology notes from grad school, <laughs> and we will hash something oh out God. for you. Next topic. You know, I'm just saying. What's going on? What's the next topic? Um, I don't know. Like, this is kind of like old. These are old stories. Like, how do you feel about Forever 21 going bankrupt? Who but cares? Okay. <laughs> I haven't shopped at Forever 21. In 21 days. In 21 years. <laughs> I, last time I bought something from Forever 21, I was clear. I was in my 20s. Like, I would say like 25, 26. I stopped shopping there a long time ago. I mean, I mean like, I guess it's a topic for, I guess, whoever wants to understand like i just feel like there's certain things that i think they're just restructuring their debt i just think that the forever 21 company is just restructuring their debt because they're starting like the um there was a reporter on yahoo had said that the reason why they're going under is because they sell garbage clothes and i'm like there are so many ways to take that garbage clothes remark and then you realize it could just be that people are choosing better quality clothes. It could also be that people are kind of sick with the fact that Forever 21 is so fad-driven. Like, it's just fads. It's not even, like, clothes that you can I mean, actually that w- see yourself wearing. Like, well, that, yeah, that was now. the reason why I stopped wearing. Um, I stopped shopping there. It was just, like, everything was, like, a little too trendy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was hard to find, like, basics that actually you know fit well and like as a woman who's like developing more into a woman in my 20s and 30s my body was changing and like certain things just didn't work for me anymore just not the look how I wanted to portray myself in the street and like I'm not like any woman my age or whoever in my age range who still like feels comfortable shopping there fine that's on you I just felt like it wasn't if you're forever 32 and you're still shopping at forever 21 we don't hold that against you I mean (laughs) the store serves its purpose like yeah it's it's there and it's packed every time I go there it's well I walk by there it's always (laughs) packed so I I understand where they're coming from I do purchase and also like a lot of these new um these growing companies like Fashion Nova and um that other online like shine like these companies aren't they're they're Romway. yeah th- these companies are not giving us or they, offering better quality clothes necessarily they're just at like, steeply discounted clothes that probably just feel a little better i think they're just they're marketing um a little bit better like you know the fact that like that they're mostly like online driven you could just kind of like oh buy this outfit like while you're on your way like 
for I mean I'm I'm sure you can shop online for Forever Twenty One as well, but like these stores are like like they look like they, me. The like the ones modeling the clothes, they look the ones that yeah, like, look like me. Yeah, there's there's that. There's also you know like the celebrities that endorse them yeah. are for celebrities that we actually um, or women of color specifically actually you know look up to and listen to, look like, you know cur- curvy curviness is a big deal for Fashion Nova actually, specifically. If you ever notice, if you look at Fashion Nova, like there's one model that looks eerily like Rihanna and another one that looks eerily like Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, I that kind of turns me off to that brand in general because to be honest with you, my body's a lot more regular. Yeah. So, um I don't really need my jeans to stretch that far out. I don't I don't got the Like I don't have that kind of I don't body have that type. big booty. Yeah, I don't have the Cardi the, B like we just passed the, the Cardi B booty. I don't have the like, fake Kardashian booties. Yeah, I mean like but the thing is is that you gotta understand like their clothes are more you know what they remind me of? Fashion Nova, like stores like that. Remember Easy Pickens from the Yeah, movie? Easy Pickin Rainbow. Yeah. Strawberry, uh, Char- uh, strawberry, uh, Charlotte Russe. Yeah, like all of these companies are like they're the same they, they're store, but it depends on. Yeah, like Charlotte Russe is a little more like girly, Bo- feminine, bohemian, very boho. It had like uh, the boho thing going to strawberries was definitely professional. Kind yeah, of like it had more of a professional look. You can get like some like cheapy work shirts there like, or job interviews and stuff. I mean, if you look at it, like New York and Company and Learner New York were very much like, um, yeah, very professional. Uh, easy, easy Pickens, like that was the like that was my cheapy store. Easy Pickens, that was like it had like the more funky stuff. Yeah, like the that's where you could get the bell bottom jeans and the the mud jeans like that, that I liked when yeah. I was in high school. Or the gasoline jeans, like yeah. I I do remember Strawberry being my store. Like it was just my haven. Like it was where I could pick up that really trendy bag and get it for a really cheap price. So. Yeah, strawberry was for like tops for me. Like I would get like shirts there, and then Easy Pickens, I would get a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And strawberry, occasionally, like if I would find something, I'd find something. If I didn't, I didn't. I mean, I still have stuff from strawberry. It's mm-hmm. still, I, really? I, it's still in my rotation. Twenty years later. <laughs> like yeah, like once I hit my late twenties, Express became my main. Um, Even store. Express, it's kind of like ex- the expensive end of like all the trendy stuff. Like, yeah. I remember seeing it and saying to myself, I can't really afford that just yet. Let me wait. Well, they have great sales. You just got to, like, I shop for, um, from them sales only. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally, I'll buy something full price. But I started, like, I like the fact that their stuff is, they have the trendy option, but they also have the professional option. They yes. have the casual option. They have the go out at night option. Like, you can get a lot of different looks out and of express you could get you could get it it works into your rotation like yeah you'll find definitely. yourself pulling like, it out. i have a i have a lot of stuff from there that i've managed to keep for several seasons or several years like people are even people even doing that anymore that whole idea of like you dress for the season i feel like everything has just become one big people just wear what they want nowadays now. which i kind of like i i really I do kind of like i love this era like of fashion pe- now yeah it's, it, like you're not like being held by any standards you're not being like boxed in by seasons or even like where you're supposed to be which i mean sometimes could be a little too much it's like okay you're at this place you should dress like you're coming to this place but yeah i mean like we like i'm not saying like you know like 70s 80s 90s you know those trends are back 60s 50s 40s but that's the thing it's just like usually it like cycles into 20 years so like right now the early 2000s are kind of going hard right now However, no. people are still digging on like the seventies. People are still dressing like pinup girls, like yeah. on a regular ba- on a regular day. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. I I like that people are just like, you know what? I'm gonna wear what I, I want to wear. wear. I'm wear what looks good on me and what works for me and what I'm makes gonna, me happy. And I will patron these stores that are doing this for me. Yeah. Yeah, so. because there's so many options now. Like, yeah. and that's where Fashion Nova comes in. That's where Shine comes in. That's mm-hmm. where. Uh, what is that pinup store that uh, Ta- we like? Tatiana's. Tatiana. It used to be called the Betty. The Betty, Betty Sh- Davis. And it's still there. Betty Betty Davis is still not Betty, Betty Davis. Betty um, Page. Betty Page. Yeah. Trashy diva. You know. Yeah, uh, like you have these pin. options now that are available to you thanks to the internet, thanks to smartphones. You can just 
do what you want to do. And Amazon is like a huge one right now. Amazon, yeah, like it's really mm-hmm. growing fashion wise. You could buy like shoes, like and get like legit. You can actually get pieces. as specific as you want, and mm-hmm. you'll find it. Like, that's one thing I really love about that. I so. mean, like uh, for to, for some people, I understand this. Prob- this conversation is probably coming off as very shallow, but. To me, Think like, and to it. Chitty Chatty Bang Bang and, like, how we um, build this show, like, we're all for that. This is a very big deal and very... Because it, affect, hap- it, it affects us. It's something we do every day. Fashion is something we do every day. I mean, fashion is something we do every day, but just, like, the mentality that yep. um, you and I, like, when I started this show and, like, all the girls that have been a part of this show, either part-time, full-time, or whatever, in turn... Like, we've all been such unique women who just kind of, like, went to the beat of our own drum. So, like, seeing, like, that flourish and, like, seeing it everywhere, like, in Brooklyn and Harlem and the Bronx. And, and like, it's, it was a fucking journey to get there. It's a <laughs> fucking journey. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, and girls are starting young where, like, you're so impressionable and you feel like you need to be this, be this and look like this and be part of the crowd. And, like, you see all these little girls, like, just doing and, what they want. And thank like, fucking God right now. I know I'm cursing a lot, but I can now. <laughs> Thank freaking God. I mean, you just don't curse that much in general, so it's still kind of jarring. Yeah, I know. But you know, thank God that we can do this. Like, I talk to my mom about this all every, almost every week. I'm like, this is the era of fashion I wish was around maybe 20 years ago. You know, like where everything, where anything goes, and you can beat your, you can go to your own drummer, and you can just do what feels right to you and not worry about it and actually have people actually like it and appreciate it. I think mm-hmm. that was the thing, you know, it's like you would try to be, strike out on your own and somebody would be there to criticize it or maybe that's just me. Yeah. I mean, like I got like I I don't hold any bitterness <laughs> that you do. Hey. But I got made fun of a lot for the way I dressed or for what I didn't have or what I didn't wear or how yeah. my hair looked or how it was how supposedly was supposed to be like You and did what was right for you. I mean, I did what was available to, to me. me. Right. Like if I could have changed it, I probably would have. But I feel like work with what, what you I got. yeah. I feel like it, had I not went through that when I was a kid, it would like it develop it like when they say like that stuff develops character. Like I will agree with that to a certain point because of the fact that when I you know I like to like talk shit like like the next person you know well more than the next person I like to talk shit, but I do feel like that it helped me develop um, a more empathetic nature yes. towards people like. You know, when I when I I can tell when someone's like hurting, I can tell like I don't like that whole bullying, like talking shit and bullying someone and making fun of them. You know, like I mean, I don't play that shit about somebody, but you do it from a place of like I don't like that person usually. (laughs) Or you do it from a place of like comment, like you can actually make fun of somebody and it's like, girl. Kind of like when you say I shade you or when you shade me. Yeah. Well, shading when you're shading someone is usually it's like low key hate. Like I'm not trying to shade. Like if I if I say something about you, it's like no. Like it's just more like making, or to you, like I'm. It's more making an opinion. I'm not trying to shade you because like you know that's rude. In your head, I'm shading you, but I'm not shading you. So 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 stop looking at me like that. <laughs> but that's my point. It's just like you know if I'm making a comment, it's because like I'm just like okay blah blah blah. I'm not trying to like hurt your feelings or like be nasty, because that's what you do. Not what I do. Yes, you. <laughs> yes, you. I don't look to hurt feelings. I really don't. Well, like, don't, if you think that I do, I don't think you look to hurt feelings okay. either. Well, I just that's don't. my point. Like, and but that's, I like to just like make you. I just like to keep you on your toes. That's why. Fuck I, you. <gasps> I'll take my, I take my toes and stick them up your ass. How about that? <laughs> Great, because I'm feeling a little mm, nasty. You nasty. <laughs> it's the studio. It's the studio. You're excited. I'm excited. Nice and juicy. Because we're all like <laughs> in different platforms, and more people can hear us and like us. That's why. And know. and we just had this whole weirdness go on. Then we're gonna have hundreds of people hear that. Sorry, guys. I don't <laughs> care anymore. Give me some of your water. I'm an adult. Sure. Here you go. All right, next up, uh, let's see. Let's so, ro- yeah, I mean, before we, like, cut it off completely, I'm just, like, we I just want to ha- be happy that we we can witness this and, like, you know, see these girls just, like, 
be Same. themselves for the first time ever and not worry about it anyway. So yeah, uh, I guess I can tell. Have you seen that new track, that new show, Mixed Dish yet? I caught. Oh okay. No, because I caught like the uh the first two episodes on on the Hulu's last night, and I was like, oh, this is a really good show. So I give them much credit for that. And it looks like it'll be a good show. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it eventually. I just haven't. Um, I just think it's, there. I think it's just well done. Like I haven't really paid attention to Blackish or mixed uh, Grownish. Grownish. See, I I watch Blackish and I watch and I watch Grown. I started watching Grownish earlier this year actually, mm-hmm. and like I was kind of like uh, about it. Like the fact that it was on Freeform, I thought it would be kind of kitty, but it's well done. It's okay. really well done. Okay. Um, I I thought it was really funny. I, it was way darker than. I would have expected it to be considering the um, it goes stu- the studio that it's um, being broadcast on. Uh, okay. So I was just like, oh, wow. They So after once Grownish passed in my head, I was like, OK, like mixed is it's got to be good, too, because this one this one is they, they got some issues here. It gives that, you like a really good um, insight into what's happening. And I think it's like you should definitely. This is a show that I'm telling you right now. It's a Chai Chai Bang Bang approved, and I think you should totally do it. Um, I think you should just binge it though. Like, don't do, don't do like, well, don't watch it like every week. Just wait a few weeks, let episodes happen, and then just <laughs> watch it. That, that's how it. That's how it works for me. Cause I got it. Like, I got to the second episode, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh <laughs> man, gotta wait. Ugh, fine. And, and then I binge everything now. Yeah. The only thing I wasn't binging was Claws, and then I had to binge it eventually because I wasn't home to watch the new episodes. Good news, there's a season four. But it's also the final season. I mean, at this point, I think it's great that shows actually do this now. It's like they, they, four, uh, season four and five, like they just, they know when to let it go. Yeah, I I do appreciate that because at the end of the day, like as much as I've been like a big cheerleader for that show since season one, Mm um the last season i was like okay they're running out of they're, they're running, running out, out of options. ideas yeah they're running out of ideas like the villains don't even like they can't even villain right <laughs> <laughs> like you can't do this yeah so you know i'm glad they're they're kind of like you know keep it nice and neat while they're strong and like it while was they a, have a good fan base behind them oh that, that fan base is hardcore like like oh. Joni and myself are both part of um multiple clause um fan groups yes. and forums you're much more active active in those things and i do not understand why cuz those women can be very insane oh i just i just stop after a while like i i take it for like two i take it for like two or three days and then after that like you don't hear me for like a month it's the same thing with pose shout out to like the hoes of has of evangelista i love that group <laughs> they're so adorable and they're so appreciative of me you guys are great no it's like pose is like another one i mean it's going to season three next year or is it 2020 they just want to be weird and um next year is 2020 and um it's going to be three their months. last season hmm? three months yeah 2020 oh damn mm-hmm. she Ugh. she go bye-bye 2019 she goes i actually had a good 2019 i won't lie you you did yes I, you did too no i did not oh, i thought you did no i did not you'll have a great 2020 i feel it for you i feel 2020 will be your year it better be because i'm done they'll they'll spin off chai chai bang bang and kick me off and you'll be all famous and i'm like yeah i don't know about that yeah but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um I think it, this is a good time as any to just say goodbye. Yay. Um, we next week, our next episode, um, either next week or in two weeks, um, we will discuss the Joker further because by that time, hopefully, we have both had watched it and we can actually give you a better uh, I mean, commentary on went, the show. We gave you like a preliminary thought about it and what we think the. We our thoughts are already formed before we go into the theater. <laughs> Like, I know what this is about. Oh, wait, this is not about it. Never mind. Yeah, so we're just going to go in. We're going to watch we, it, process we, it. We basically just made a whole thing about it just to say we're excited about him being with a black chick. Because, you know. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know, but we Darius did. is excited just, about it. I'm just like, yeah, it happened. 
I just want to see like if it really does counter up into like the whole incel thing. I, I, yeah, I think that's my favorite plot line already. I'm like, where's this gonna go? I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know. Like, why. is he gonna start an anarchy? Like the way it looks, it's like he starts this grassroots effort. I I'm think that's like, why I like that so much, and I feel like okay, ooh, anyone, <laughs> anyone that starts a revolution. Is yes, awesome. I don't care how evil. anarchists are sexy. They <laughs> like, really are sexy to me. Let's watch the world burn. Mm-hmm. Set it on I mean, fire. Like, Set this bitch on fire, fuckers. Where's okay, my marshmallows? Sorry. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, we will see you soon. This is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with Darius and Joni. And maybe next week, Renee will be back. Well, oh, I got to well, go into Harlem and drag her ass out here. Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> but also, also keep in mind that Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is now available on Radio Public Podcasts. Breaker, Stripe, and Spotify. Yay! So thank you so much to all our platforms for supporting us. And thank you for you sticking with us for all these years as we slowly but surely got ourselves we got our, out there. We're late bloomers, okay? It takes us a minute. It takes us a minute, okay? Leave us alone. But your feedback kept us going. 